it's that time of year again. We're back. The mirror ball's back. Strictly's back. Keep dancing. And welcome to the first episode of the fourth series of the Keep Dancing podcast, your unofficial source of strictly opinion, gossip, and inexplicable grudges. I am Ellie, I'm your host, and I am joined tonight by Elliot. Hello, everyone. It's great to be back. <laughs> and Emily. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Um, so, I mean... Shall we do a quick news roundup? Because we all left in sort of a bit of a hurry last December and nobody's really heard from us since then. They've not heard us reacting to all of the various Strictly comings and goings. So uh, I, th I guess the first item on the agenda is that, uh, yeah, Joe and Diane are a couple now and Diane's a vlogger. That happened. Quite early on. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, I think we started shipping that from maybe week two. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think by Halloween we decided that Joanne. No. <laughs> don't don't drum on the table. <laughs> that Diane would just automatically become a vlogger as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Ke Kevin and Stacy have got together. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but quite surprised for that one. Well, yeah, but Ashley and Giovanni are together now. Adorable. That is very cute. And <laughs> and, and Gawker and Gemma have had their baby. Ah. Ah. He's going to be such a talented little girl when she grows up. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, the world is her mollusk. Um, and who else have we got? We're doing births, marriages, new jobs and separations in this initial segment. Uh, oh, kneeling catcher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the separations section, we've got uh, the end of Kevin and Karen as professional partners and the uh, end of Neil and Katya's relationship, which is really sad. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. They're clearly still friends and they're clearly still working together. Um, but, yeah, that's that's really sad because... We like how they are. Yeah. And it's sad about Kevin and Karen as professional partners as well, because, you know, it looked like that was going to be okay, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to the happy section, which is the new jobs section. Hmm. People with new jobs include Kevin Clifton, musical star. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, none of us went to see him in Rock of Ages, but I think we all saw far too much anyway. Yeah, I mean... We, we, we saw the wig, and that was enough. <laughs> well, comparing his Rock of Ages wig with the goth Kevin pictures that we saw on Strictly the Professionals last night... <laughs> mm. Well... <laughs> Joe was in uh, Rocky Horror... Doing, giving us her Janet, and she's going away to New York to study musical theatre now. She is. I did see that. Oh she wow! Was, so I, I did go and see Rocky Horror uh, with with uh, Joe in as Janet. 
pretty uh, good. She can really sing as well, can't she? She can, yeah. And she sort of did just enough strictly nods and winks, you know. Um, the, during the, the reprise of the time walk at the end, she just broke into a perfect jive. Um, yeah. Of course she did. Of course she did. And Oti choreographed her first uh, theatrical show. She did the choreography for a production of Ain't Misbehaving. Oh, I missed that. Yes, we should get out to the theatre more. Oh, we should. Other people in the... Uh, another person in the Mabuse family's got a new job. Oh, yeah, I, I heard something about this. Um, so how excited are we for the fabulous Motsi to join the judges' table? Oh. Can't wait, love her already. <laughs> yeah. That she just massively outdanced the other judges in that um in that intro show. That was so much it. fun. Oh yeah, she she just like this is just that was just that I know what I'm talking about moment to like because she got a lot of flack for being announced because of her relation to Oti and I was like, this is ridiculous. She's going to be a professional. Also, and so is Oti. You know, they Sisters they had do not they, necessarily give each other an easier time. Absolutely not. And also, they did this exact routine on the German Strictly, and it was fine, and nobody was corrupt. It was fine. My my question is, if Oti's queen, what does that make Motsi? Because Motsi's actually older than Oti. Also, the queen. I can share. Yeah. I mean, they can have different countries. It's fine. <laughs> Just queens in different realms. Yeah. Uh, right. Are there any more news updates? Is there anything else that we need to keep track uh, of? Joe Suggs in Waitress now. Oh, of course, yeah. Oggy or Oggy or however you say the the actor's the part's name. Yeah, Joe Sugg, Um, much. Uh, well, as much as we said he would use his strictly role to get him some traditional media jobs, I would. Th I was expecting it more to be TV work. I wasn't expecting him to join the list of strictly to West End transfers. No, and also hasn't Faye been cast in something on the West End? Uh, did I or did, or did I imagine that? Faye, I thought she was doing 9 to 5. I've certainly seen her and Brian Connolly in pictures for 9 to 5. Maybe. I think I think Joe's done the most, actually, because he's done... He's, he's is in Waitress. As... Um, Miss Hedge in Everybody's Talking About Jamie. Oh, and that was the role that Michelle Visage has just uh, vacated. Yes. Yes. So basically, we can continue to say that there is a ser serious amount of transfer between the West End and Strictly, and long may it continue. Indeed. Quite. Um, so if that is all the news roundup, we'll shuffle the papers and move on to the meat of the episode. So let's assess our celebs. Because we all took a long time to get back from holiday this year, we've already had the pairing show. And, um, well, I've now been looking at the Instagram feeds and Twitter feeds of all of these celebrities for long enough for them to all feel like celebrities to me now. Yeah. E even though that wasn't necessarily the case at the start. But I think we've been saying for the last four series of our podcast that actually the whole point isn't necessarily that we've heard masses about them. 
in advance the, the ideas were sort of learning about them as they're learning about dance and that's why we enjoy the program isn't it yes and also uh, as strictly the professionals showed we are also it really is the pros who are the stars at the minute uh, so, shall we go in alphabetical order of pro? Uh, well, that's different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do this. Our first pairing is Saffron Barker and AJ. What do we reckon, kids? Meh. <laughs> that was that was the heavy sigh of disapproval, Elliot. There, what's what's going on? Well, I just got well, when as soon as Saffron got announced, we all kind of said, "Well, there's AJ's partner because she's young. AJ's young. It seems like those two are just going to be the obvious pairing." They're both a bit hashtag spawn. Yes, and even when they were just stood together when they got paired up, I know it's only like a very split second, but there seemed to be like be no immediate reaction or connection between the pair. So I'm already a bit worried if these two are actually going to like each other or not. As um, in get on. It'll be fine. They seem to yeah. be having, you know, a blandly nice time in the practice room. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll they'll be fine. Just be like they they may not. Who we hang out with for a cup of tea doesn't mean they're not going to get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're, they're starting off with a tango. Oh, I didn't see quite that. Quite yeah. a start. Yeah, um, it's captioned on the Strictly Instagram as the smiliest tango ever. That's, that's not a good selling point. No, uh, so <laughs> I think AJ does have some communication about the character of the dance to do, but... I mean, is this going to be AJ just falling short of the final again? I, I think so. I, I, I don't know how short he'll fall of the final. The, the thing is, though, I feel like Saffron's been brought in this year because of the success of Joe. And although Saffron has quite a big online following, I don't think it's as, as big. And I don't think the... I'm, I'm just not sure the numbers are going to turn out for Saffron like they did for Joe. Um, like, I'm struggling to see it. I think if you if you want the committed voting in fan base, you would have needed uh, like a popular makeup vlogger or somebody rather than Saffron Barker, who's already she's already been cancelled once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. She seems to not be like is is she who you get if you can't book Mrs. Hinch? Possibly. I uh, know that we generally don't go for out-and-out scurrilousness, but I do feel that the w the way she came into my attention was after she made some unfortunate remarks after someone had taken their life and caused some train delays, and it was just so abysmal that I'm going to find it really hard to warm to her. Oh well, um, yeah. So yeah, that's what we, that's what we mean when we say that saffron's already been cancelled once. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I I don't know. In I'm not necessarily defending her, but also she's not the first person to have tweeted something crass and stupid. No, she isn't. And no. and 
like that's why I'm not going off with her head. Yeah. I'm just I'm gonna it's gonna take me longer. And it's not like she's an actual racist, homophobic politician who's been brought on the show to rehabilitate their image, is she? Well, that's very true. Deepest sympathies to Anne, who now has uh, that woman as her MEP. Oh, God, poor Anne. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we've managed to depress ourselves mightily with that first pairing. Let's see. (laughs) Let's see if we can find something to cheer us up. Well, on a last positive. Sorry. I was going to say, a last last positive. AJ didn't drop her in the launch show, so there's that. Viscountess Emma is dancing with Aliash. Aliash the Hufflepuff. Aliash Hufflepuff Prefect. Hufflepuff House Captain. Hufflepuff Quidditch Champion. No, I think he'd be head boy as Hufflepuff. Yeah, he's a very head boy. He's very, like... Um, you know how bad Dumbledore is at pastoral care? It, absolutely. Aliash yeah. would be making up for that. Yeah, I mean, I think Aliash should be head boy post Dumbledore. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, we're all post Dumbledore now. Uh, but true, yes, true. he's dancing with uh, Viscountess Emma, who seems... Like, just one of those sickening people who's talented in every direction she tries. Hmm. I mean, I must admit, when her announced, I had no idea who she was. She said she was a TV chef, and I kind of went, I watch a lot of, a lot of cooking programmes, and I don't recognise you. Well, but she seems lovely. She, like, I think they were using euphemisms because uh, she's mainly famous for being in the reality show about the Longleat House, where she is part of the family that runs it. So what she really is, is she's sort of the noble face of a safari park. But they can't say that she's coming down the stairs, so they come up with some other sort of title. I don't know. Um, Minor nobility. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there is that. Yeah. But that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, she seems just really nice. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to be, put it bluntly offensive about her. She just seems polite, happy, you know. I mean, Aliash was very excited to curtsy for her, which is not the proper way to do it. <laughs> but, but go for it, Aliash. Em- just go for it. But yeah. Emma didn't curtsy back. She kind of like rocked onto her back heel and sort of jumped almost. So I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> um, they were just being cute and awkward. <laughs> Yay! Well, how long until we get the VT of Aliash being told how to use a dinner fork properly? That is ooh, week two or week three. I can't wait. But mainly, um, I'm in it for the pictures of Aliash with the baby animals in the safari park. Oh, that as well. That's, that's coming. Brace yourselves. It's going to be good. Um, but yes. yeah. But we've already said to each other, Elliot, that we worry mm-hmm. that she might be the destroyer this year yes explain to us what the destroyer is the destroyer is a term that someone on the podcast coined 
when it is someone who the judges seem to like, so put them quite highly up in the scoreboard, but the televotes don't, don't seem to enjoy, so they fall into the dance-off. And because they're always the strongest competitor in the dance-off, the judges save, most obviously knocking out a favourite of ours or the public in general. Case in point, Charles Venn last year, which was then overtaken by Ashley Roberts. Yeah, and so it's quite psychologically challenging if you are the destroyer, because um, it can seem like apparently the public hates you for being able to dance quite well. Yeah, I think the thing though with Emma is that she hasn't, she's had no, what's the word, like listed dance training, so they can't use that against her. She was just like in her first steps VT, just seemed to have very natural hip swing and rotation, which is just... If you've got that as a natural head start, like you're five steps ahead of everyone else in in this in this series, so she's just going to be competently good it's and just, just knock it's, people it's, out. It's disgusting that she's so talented just at everything yeah. she tries. Honestly, yeah. how dare she? How how dare she? Um, but yeah, that is going to be the reaction she gets from a lot of people. She's gonna she's gonna dance well. She's gonna wear the dresses beautifully. She's gonna be like really nice, and for some reason, it's not going to translate with the voters. Yep, it's going to be like Alexandra. She's going to be too good at everything, so they're, going to, they're just going to get offended because she's just too good. Oh, That's yeah, and like. also, if she dares to cry in the Claudatorium, there will be... Oh, um, oh, oh, by the way, we've... Uh, in honour of Michelle Visage, we're renaming the Claudatorium uh, the Winkteria Illusions Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit more long-winded, but you get, you've got to get the jo- joke in. But it's worth it. Anyway. Uh, Karim Zelawal is dancing with the divine Amy, uh, who has... uh, uh, She's hung around for long enough to get the ringer. Yeah. We we said this last year, you know, when Danny left, we said we think Amy's going to be given a very strong partner next year, and it looks like we were right. (laughs) Yeah, they're very sorry about putting her through whatever it was that actually happened last year. Um, and here is a, 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 a lovely young man who is going to be able to dance, who's going to take instruction very well, and who is poised to make the break from CBBC to BBC. Yeah. His, his post-strictly employment target will be the one show. Seems like a reasonable trajectory to me. Yeah, or fronting something on BBC Three, um, you know, something like that. And I just, it's going to be really good to watch him develop because, you know, he's got some movement training before and, you know, he already looks like he is going to be able to pick up the finer points of technique. Like in that cha-cha video, Amy was like really instructing him on putting the pressure into the floor and he's wearing the proper shoes, which we always like to see. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, I'm not worried about him for a long time, to be honest. Yeah, like, uh, have a nice journey, Kareem. We will see you in the final. Emma Barton, uh, through no fault of her own, has been given Anton to dance with. (laughs) Oh, I just... Do you think they're trying to get Anton a win or at least a reasonable final placing so that they can encourage him to leave? He's not going to go until he wins. Sorry? I think He's not going to go until he wins. That means he's not going to go, Emily. I know. (laughs) I didn't say you were going to like it. 
<laughs> I, I think reasonable final just because at the minute with Emma, at least from the launch show, she's one of the few people that's just kind of like, she seems nice, but I don't remember her. She seems fine. And, you know, Anton cannot be the star of this partnership, otherwise we're doomed. Well, the, the thing is, right, it's been a while since he's had one that um, it would be inappropriate for him to just constantly send up. Emma's quite good. And yeah. it's going to be really inappropriate for him to do his usual shtick. Um, and we're also going to see some Anton Latin this year. That reminds yeah. me, was he, was how, what was his Latin with Katie Derham like? Was it that quite serious or quite jokey? Because Katie was obviously very good from the start. It was like musical theatre Latin. I can get on board with that as long as he doesn't have like the terrible, stupid ideas. I'm, I'm already scared for what they're going to look like at Halloween because Anton with a prop box. Oh dear God. It'll be oh, fine. Just... It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I just remembered being, being what over... he did to Susanna Constantine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Poor woman. Least said, the better. Um, also, Lee, a lot of people, I am still seeing a lot of this Anton's such a gentleman nonsense. But absolutely not. A gentleman does well, no. not talk about ladies in the way that he talks about ladies. A tie and an accent does not make one a gentleman. It was just like his reaction in the results show. Like he was just instantly making jabs at his previous partners and it was all about him again. And I'm just like, Anton, it's not about you. It's about your partner because, you know, it, Emma only gets one shot at this. Anton's had about seven too many. Mm. Also, and I'm hoping this is the last. <laughs> we're in, in a ballroom and Latin partnership, the guy does have to accept that he's there to make the girl look good. Yeah, that is the job of the gentleman in ballroom. As, as my teacher says, the woman is the picture, the bloke is the frame. Our job is to make the woman look good. <laughs> and, you know, it, that's a skill in of itself. Yes, like support is a skill. Um, but yeah, uh, Anton, still here. Hey, Diane uh, uh, is dancing with Dev Griffin. Um, oh, do, do, do you want to hear my first line of notes on Dev from the launch show? Go on. I forgot I wrote this. It's been so long. I went, that that smooth bloke who tries hitting on your mate in the club, you need to try and save. Oh, mate. Oh, mate. Like, well, he's he's trying. It felt like he was trying too hard in the launch show. I was like, oh, just stop, please. Well, like... He's a fun guy. Diane is fun, but also her diary is quite full. Um, so I think this will probably work out fine. <laughs> I mean, that's damning criticism, Elle. What? <laughs> Diane's diary is quite full. Yeah, so this will work out fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Diane has got her own show with Joe in the new year. So yeah, unless she she's doing the tour. Yeah, so because you're in a time to do the tour, and then like two weeks off from that, go into her own tour with Joe. So, yeah, um, well, you know, Diane, luck, though, Diane, Diane is doing really well, but good luck, Dev. Good luck. Yeah. I, I, I still want to know how she keeps her hair so red all the time. I she still need to know her secret. All the time. Yeah, she's just That's constantly just... dying it. I, I dread to think what Joe Suggs' bathroom looks like then. Just permanent red hair dye across the wall. Horror show, um, honestly. I, I'm on the pink dye every sort of two weeks, ten days, and it's fine. You just get good at it. Anyway. 
Um, uh, uh, the glamorous, the legendary glamazon Michelle Visage is dancing with Giovanni. I mean, so happy about this. Brilliant. Um, I love it. I've seen some concern that uh, Michelle is doing Strictly at the same time as RuPaul's Drag Race is on, but um, I don't think people realise that Drag Race is a pre-record and she basically, it's all done now. I think there might be a live final. I don't really know, but she's uh, basically footloose and fancy free for quarter four. Well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, although she has been doing some red-eye flights backwards and forwards across the Atlantic to go to DragCon and things like that. Um, if you aren't familiar with RuPaul's Drag Race, um, like what, what would you say that Michelle Visage's job description is? She, she is very much like the Arlene Phillips of Drag Race. Like She's there to be honest, direct... But she's also she's also quite a motherly figure. She's very blunt, blunt, but it's also to build character and to make them realise either you're trying too hard or you don't need to do this or this, this, and this. She basically breaks them down to build them back up, <laughs> effectively. And a lot of the drag queens that go on there do say, I'm scared of Michelle Visage. I'm terrified she's sat right there because she just gives you a look and that's and you know everything because it's on her face. Uh, so she she's used <laughs> to the mechanics of reality TV judging. Um, yes. Do you think sparks are going to fly with her and Craig? I think it's all going to be a bit panto. I think they're going to make... It's going to be like Craig and Judge Rinder, isn't it? Where like you're going to feel like, how much of this is real? Yeah. Um, the other lovely thing about Michelle Visage is that she's a massive Anglophile. Um, yes. She, she's spent quite a lot of time over here. Uh, she loves the UK. And she's doing Strictly instead of Dancing with the Stars because it's the more pure format. I did love that quote. Um, yes, she is a, a classy lassie, Michelle Visage. And Gio, I think, is the right partner for her. I, like, I sort of wanted her with Johannes because Johannes is a, a Drag Race fan. But I think maybe yeah, it would have been too much for Johannes. I don't think they would have got anything done. <laughs> <laughs> I think Johannes would have just been like flapping and too excited. But I think Michelle, like when she got announced, like so much of the cast, like Ot, Jeanette, and they they lost their minds as well as just fans. Yeah. So it shows she's quite impactful. And she, if she's good, she could go really far. Because you know, Giovanni, you know, normally does, you know, has been given the likes of Debbie, and you know. He works wonders of his partners, so I'm really excited about this pairing. I am expecting them to like do a Viennese and a pizzeria to that's the more though, just because well, they both of their Italian heritage. Yeah, yeah, they're just gonna go for it, and I'm <laughs> I'm really excited for Michelle Visage because this is like the first big job she's had since she had her implants out, and um, like she's not got her back pain anymore. She's gonna have a great time. It's gonna be one of those. Um, you know how Strictly likes a slightly older lady really feeling herself? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is going to be that. I'm glad. I hope that the um, lovely, lovely people in um, DSI and the makeup room are going to enjoy working with her. Well, already her launch show dress. Um, pretty yeah, fab. Yeah, pretty fab. Yeah. She won't wear green, though. She's made it very clear she doesn't like green, so we won't see okay. her in green. I'm sure they they can work around that. If of course at some point if you get all the way to the final you gotta wear green. 
Have you? Um, like, Is well, there a tab on your spreadsheet for that? Um, not this year. Well, I don't have that <laughs> spreadsheet. That's a spreadsheet at DSI. DSI maintain that one. All right. Uh, the tabs on the spreadsheet are casting, jokes, progress, dance card, score graph, views. I think maybe we should tweet DSI and ask about whether or not... How we keep track of... Um, who's won what colours and when. Who's won what colours and what. Well, anyway, we're all tremendously excited about Michelle yeah. Visage um, and the lovely Geo. Will Bailey is dancing with Jeanette. Now, had you guys heard of Will before? Nope. I had not. So um, I, I was watching a lot of the last leg during the last Paralympics, and uh, he was one of the breakout stars. Um, oh, actually. There is a lovely piece of footage of... Did he get cuddled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Johnny Vegas went out to Rio and sort of found himself joining, like, sort of semi-officially the sports psychology team with Team GB and just being, like, a sort of an official cheerleader, sort of semi-official. Anyway... I um, I did see... Because I was was watching Last Leg at the time, but I hadn't made the link that this was... The same guy? Yeah, so uh, one of the guys who benefited from Johnny Vegas's um, mind coaching, let's call it that, was uh, Will Bailey, who won the table tennis uh, gold. Uh, he's got a musculoskeletal condition. He's a cancer survivor. Um, and I think in terms of the people that we've had on Strictly, the... Um, the people with different abilities his seems to be the least compatible with the rigors of latin and ballroom yeah i'm just reading and about he's dancing with jeanette the fact that it really affects his feet yeah his feet and his hands it looks like a sort of an arthritis type thing going on and he's got sort of joint and connective tissue problems and so that is going to be a huge challenge for him to overcome. But, you know, he's a challenge overcomer. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, think he's marvellous. Yeah. And he's I also so charismatic as well. When they had him actually on the last leg, he just a TV natural. He's just really adorable. I really warmed him in the launch show. He just seemed really sweet, up for it, ready to, like, give anything a go. And, like, that's the right attitude to have when you're coming down the stairs and whatnot. Absolutely. You know, Throw on the sparkle and give it a go. <laughs> and uh, according to the tabloids, one for the ladies. Fair enough. Yeah. Moving Which... <laughs> swiftly on. Um, any more on the dance front? Um, I think it's going to be a challenge for Jeanette because you said it affects his feet. Jeanette likes to be quite frantic. So if he can't do all that, it's going to be very interesting to see Jeanette in a more calm setting. Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, I mean, she's... I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. I think it's really, like, I'm I'm hoping that Jeanette will approach it as well as AJ did at times with Lauren Stedman last year. Yeah, I think, like, these are all pros and these are all people who have taught before. Um, and so just seeing how they make adaptations is always really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Kath Tildesley is dancing with Johannes. I'm so excited Johannes has got a partner. Yeah. <gasps> well, all, se- all series we were just last year was, wasn't Johannes great? Who are we watching again? So at least now he's going to be front and centre with his own dance. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And his first partner on Strictly is uh, the lovely, tall, camp, northern Kath Tildesley. All our favourite thing. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'll admit, when I first, like, I didn't recognise her name, but I was like, oh, she's from Corrie or Emmerdale, so that's going to bode well. And then obviously in the res- in the launch show, I was a bit like, eh, she seems okay, again, nothing special. In that first training video, though, I fell in love with her. Like, the fact she only said Vietnamese wolves and said Viennese just had me howling. Uh, yeah. She's a very particular type of lass, and I think she's our type of lass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, apparently she can sing mezzo soprano. Wow. Smash in. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, I'm. I really hope that Johannes um, has taken that sort of. Uh, series where he's been on the subs bench and looked at what works and what doesn't work when you were a Strictly pro. And I want him to be a lot more Giovanni than Graziano. Yes. Oh, I'm sure he will be. Like, Johannes seems like that sort. He just seems like a very kind person and, like, not one to overshadow anyway. So, I, I, I'm excited about this pair and I think that their chemistry and connection will translate quite well, which will just, you know, translate into televotes. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to vote for them because we want more Johannes on this podcast. <laughs> well, they've, they've got one vote from me. Like, I've got, I've got four that I want to vote for, just on pure, we're, we're getting you through terms. Um, anyway, uh, they're starting off with the Viennese waltz. It's going to be it's going to be beautiful and calm, and we're going to have a sort of a lovely contrast between their their training room shenanigans. These two might actually result in a funny VT. <gasps> it might happen. It might happen, guys. But would it be a scripted I, funny VT, or just them two just saying something in the training room, being hysterical? Just a non secretaire in the training room, and it'll be hysterical, and it'll be fine. But, do you know, that's the tagline for the series. It'll be fine. Chris Ramsey, the comedian, is dancing with Karen. Oh. We're still having comedians. And this one, <laughs> this one, that. right, this one, his central, like, his main thing that he does is a podcast with his wife. So... No mucking around, right? His yeah. career would be severely impacted if there was any funny business. And also, uh, Karen would slap him around the chops if he tried anything. Yeah. Chris, uh, I mean, don't muck this up. <laughs> please. Yeah. I love Chris Ramsey. I was beside myself when he got announced. I was a little disappointed he got Karen because, you know, Karen was so stern and serious in, you know, Team 12 pack last year. But hopefully this means we'll get fun Karen back instead. Yeah, because, like, Karen has got um, quite an intense personality, but she's also mad as a bucket of frogs. And we want a bit more of column B than column A. Yeah. I, I do love how the media keep asking, is it a good thing or a bad thing to him that his wife is also a trained dancer? Of course it's a bad thing. He's going to get it from both barrels. <laughs> again, he's gonna think he's again done... amusing <laughs> training VTs. <laughs> 
He's going to think he's done really well, go home to his wife and go, this was wrong and this was wrong and this was wrong and this was wrong. <laughs> like, he can't win. The only way it could have been worse is if he had Oti as a partner. Uh, maybe if, uh, uh, for a training VT, his wife could dance with Karen. Oh, that'll hey. be a nice one. I'll enjoy that. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, yeah, Karen's loving life at the minute. So I hope that tra- that translates into like a good series for her. Yeah, I, I do I think hope she has Chris a more enjoyable one. Yeah, yeah, I think Chris is gonna be the one that everyone's gonna like write off and will actually you know have a breakthrough and be quite good because despite all the comments they've been making about, he does seem to be taking it seriously. So I'm wishing the best because also he's from Newcastle. I have family from New. I'm part Geordie because of my dad's side from Newcastle. So please don't let me down. <laughs> Well, and also, I think there may be some geographical televote for him. Um, yes. Yes. Um, have you noticed there is nobody from Scotland or Wales uh, or Northern Ireland in Ooh. the cast this year? I did not know that, but that's... It's sort of English, 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 American. Um, yeah, so have, just... Have we only pre- got two Northerners? Yeah, apropos of nothing, that's uh, a thing I noticed. Mike Bushell is in this season's uh, least erotic potential partnership with Katya. (laughs) They're just giving the most hyper partnership instead. And I love him. (laughs) Um, They're starting off with a jive. Um, I, yeah, once more, like, we've got Katya here. I'm looking forward to seeing something I've never seen before. I'm looking forward to her pulling performances out of this man that he, like, does not know he's capable of doing. Yeah, I really don't like him. You don't like him? What's no. he, What's he done? He just irritates me. All right, so it's not like the uh, full body cringe of Ed Balls. You just don't no. like him. No, no, it's not. It's not Ed Balls. I don't like. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I just he, he's so morning television. I have no opinion of him because I don't watch morning television. But I understand he's basically entirely dignity free and up for anything. Yeah. In a bad I... way. I don't know why it rubs me up the wrong way, but it does. All right. I mean, once you fall into a pool on national TV in front of the British swimming team, there's not much further you can go. Yeah. Well, (laughs) anyway, like, maybe they'll be around till Halloween, maybe they won't, but Katya will pull something out of the bag and we will all lose our minds. Annika Rice, the Annika Rice, the legendary Annika Rice is dancing with bloody Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I sense you may not be a fan of this, Ellie. I don't know. I don't know whether I am like a massive fan of this or whether I can see it going dark in um, like a very specific way the other thing is that kevin is the same age as me and he will have had some really formative thoughts about annika rice so i don't know how this is gonna go i just want him to concentrate on on helping annika rather than worrying about other things because i don't think what he's doing what he's doing is 
productive. What what is it that he's doing, Emily? <laughs> he's, he's taken to replying to everybody's tweets on Twitter about Strictly, and it's really unnecessary. It's really tiring, even just uh, reading them. It's it's I understand his desire to defend something he clearly really loves but uh, part of the bargain struck between fans of something and the people that make that thing is that fans quite often are that step away and see it differently and may feel differently about certain elements and it's okay it's okay that we don't agree but we don't have to be uh, berated over it. Uh, yeah, the thing where he quote tweets you and then sixes fans on you, that is great. That is, that is really great. I love it. Because I... it results in our followers ticking up whenever he does it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine for us, yeah. I think. I think it would be really sad if he did it to someone who kind of didn't take joy in a little debate uh like there are going to be quite a few people out there whose only interaction with this guy that they're a really big fan of is quite a huffy defensive quote tweet uh thing and that's really sad like it would be better for him to not say anything than to have that interaction with him yeah i i am sad about that like I know we kind of give him a hard time we do but that's because we know he's really talented and we expect the best from him yes exactly and I really wish that and it's very hard to see it from the inside I know that but I I would like him to uh, concentrate on getting Annika to be really as amazing as I'd love her to be it's Annika bloody rice like, how has he got time for anything else? Then just going, let's dance. Like, he should be down the medium-sized prop warehouse, writing his name all over the helicopter prop so that he can lower Annika Rice from a helicopter in a Bedazzled. neon jumpsuit as God intended. <laughs> <laughs> you just know I, that is what's on the production board, isn't it? Like, that's already been signed off. I, I feel like my, my complicated feelings about Kevin are because, like, I've got a lot of the same thought processes as him. I think that's probably quite true. Yeah. I think, well, I really enjoyed the conversation we had on the Keep Dancing pod chat about how we would represent our careers with sparkly, medium-sized objects. Yeah. If we ever did a, a strictly routine. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a sparkly medium-sized telescope, even though I'm not that kind of physicist. Uh, Meg is doing a whole sexy librarian thing. Yeah, I'm getting like a sparkly dinosaur skeleton because I work for museums. Even though but none again, of your museums not... have got dinosaur skeletons. <laughs> no, I think we might have a fossil, but like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Glittery trilobite. Because it's that or coal, and I really don't want coal. Coal miner's daughter, Emily. No, I, he's an engineer. I know. He's an engineer. I know. I know. Um, uh, and yeah. you would have to do a ballroom dance themed one, Elliot, and I don't know if that's too recursive for Strictly. 
I mean, I was also saying I would happily do like a Tango Spirit in the Sky to link myself to my love of Eurovision and just have a medium-sized fox there instead. Or a chameleon and do a samba to chameleon. You know, either works. Either works, either works, either works. But I work in, I go work in customer service, so unless we can have like a, like a Russian doll situation of like angry customers or grumpy <laughs> customers, I'm not sure it's going to work. Yeah. Um, we'll save that for musicals week or something. Um, yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Annika, she's really nervous. And so, yeah, yeah. She, she needs the full Kevin treatment of... Um, yeah, like what Susan got. Yeah, like what Susan got. And it's Annika Rice! <laughs> stop, stop mucking about on Twitter, Kevin, and get training. Yes. You can't spend all of that time and be training as hard as you did last series. Also, if you no. want a hobby, uh, people... Uh, you're in my age, Kevin, are really getting into Warhammer. Let's let's do some Warhammer, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, how do we follow that, Elf? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want um, us to say? <laughs> I just go for the sound effect button and we move on. Um, <laughs> James Cracknell, uh, who is famous for doing a boat and having people's mums fancy him is dancing with the like Luba Mushtuk, who I can't believe she's still here. Like she's a trooper. She's a trooper. Surely she's got something better to do than this. She's amazing. You know how we said before Lee Ryan woke up on the wrong show? I feel like this happened to James. Yeah. Because he seems really awkward and like just scared at the minute. Also, when I was watching the launch show with Mum, we were saying that it looks like he's got a bad back. Like he's in quite a lot of back pain. He moves as if he's in pain. What, like he's been bent over and all for most of his life? Uh, yes. Like, like that thing that he's done. I was reaching for a Cox joke, but I decided not to. Don't do it. <sighs> well done. <laughs> We're very proud of you. Yeah, I'm so strong. Yeah. I'm so strong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am a bit worried that, you know, James and Luba are sort of like maybe like half marked as first to go out. And I don't want that to be, be Luba's first series done and dusted within two weeks. But no, <laughs> She's been no. so patient. But Luba's not going to be first out because <laughs> David James is dancing with Nadia. <laughs> the deadpan monotone voice there says it all. Um, uh, Nadia, who we still know absolutely nothing about. Uh, David James, who, um, in a moment of clarity, as <laughs> Nadia is trying to put him in ballroom position uh, for his foxtrot in week one, which is a death knell, if ever I heard it. He says, well, there's a reason why nobody over six foot has ever won this show. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean... He's, he's doing a foxtrot. He's a footballer. We know what song he's dancing to next week. What? It's coming home. That's a perfect foxtrot bar. It, oh. oh. It fun. is. Oh. So he's probably going to have three lions stoned in the top, top left of his shirt. <laughs> he's, there's going to be like a glittery football somewhere. Even Nard or Nard is going to be dressed up like a keeper or something. Or God knows what, but... I'm... I just sense it's just going to be a really tacky foxtrot because obviously It's Coming Home was the soundtrack of the summer last year to the point where I just wanted it to stop. I was happy England were doing well, but at the same time, make it stop. Well, well I mean, I live in Scotland and uh, it wasn't. No. 
I yeah, but like down here, it absolutely was, and people started mm. wasting some probably very expensive pints, um, which I don't approve of. Never get excited about anything. Um, I, not with football. No, like it's always going to come back and bite you, Fo- unless you. Football's yeah. a cruel game. It's about pain. I- it's about suffering. It's one of the reasons I can never understand uh, people being really into Man City. I watched a game they were playing and they didn't even, the fans didn't even react when they scored because they're just so used to it. Yeah, but they, they, they got beat by Norwich last night. So, you know, yeah. they everybody gets a slice of suffering pie. <laughs> yeah, it's just Barnsley gets really big slices. Yeah. As the Newcastle, my team. Anyway, we're not, oh, a, Newcastle, fo- we're not a football podcast. <laughs> We're the of human beings. Yes, well. Um, but yeah, as we were talking about football, Alex Scott, we have our lioness. Yay! And she's dancing with Neil. Oh, I'm so excited about this. I think this is my favourite pairing. I think it's going to be very fun. Yeah, like if she's any good at all. If she's any good at all in the final. I, I oh, think she's going to be fine. So. She's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm, I'm, I'm just glad we did get a lioness because there was about a week of us just sulking in the Keep Dancing oh. podcast chat about not yeah. having a lioness yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it every day, that's all we wanted. Give us a lioness. Give us, oh. <laughs> like the the one I was wanna, really you... when I when they announced Jamie Lang, I I I. Had a stroke. I had a very, very, <laughs> very big tantrum about not being a lioness. Um, anyway, Alex Scott is here. She is a fantastic football pundit and former footballer. Played for England, played for Arsenal. And she's dancing with Neil, who is stepping off the subs bench and into glory. He's also the biggest Liverpool fan, so I want to see them bickering about football. <laughs> Uh, I, Sorry. I, like, I would quite like happen. it if he's got You'll Never Walk Alone on uh, on the playlist and is going to make her dance to it. That will be, be That will like, be their uh, warm-up song because Neil is such a joke, so he would do that purposely. Probably like in Tango or Paso Week. This will get you in the mood. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> but they, like, as a, as a sportswoman, Alex is uh, competitive and used to training hard. She's also, since moving into the media work, like, let us not beat around the bush. She knows how to wear a frock. Yeah, she does. And she looked, and she looked great in the launch show. DSI are gonna love dressing her. Um, and Neil. So uh, there's been a lot of sort of talk that Neil has as many secret tricks in, in choreography as Katya. Yes, he I does. I can believe that. Yeah, they do a lot of the choreography together. They were they're, they're show dance champions for a reason. Yeah, and so like, if Alex is gonna be getting some of that, we've never seen this before magic from Neil, and she trains hard and she's good, then I think this is gonna be really exciting. Also, they are having an absolute blast in the training room. Also, she's on already on the um, winner's theme of having a fast dance in the first week. Ore had a fast tango, Joe had a jive, Stacey had a quick step, Alex has got a quick step. The winner normally has a fast dance in week one. And she's got a massive fan base. Does she? Alex, 
there's a lot of support for the lionesses, and I think if like if all if like the likes if the lioness team who just come off obviously their success in France really rallying it behind Alex, I think it will sway a lot of people to vote for her because you know she's gonna she can inspire a hell of a lot of people that you can do both. I think she could. I I think they this could be a winning partnership already if she is good. I get the same feelings of her, of Alex and Neil like I did Stacey and Kevin already. Mm. Although um, I don't mind that I ship it. <laughs> um, anyway, more to come on Alex and Neil later. Our final partnership is uh, this guy, Kelvin Fletcher, is dancing with Oti. Kelvin Fletcher is the first time we've had a substitute celeb. Hmm. And he is an actor and he does driving cars go vroom. Right? Vroom, vroom, very fast. Vroom, vroom, vroom. I mean, as much as, much as I wanted to see Jamie Lang, you know, get absolutely butchered by Oti and come down in week one on a giant McVitie's biscuit... Um. <laughs> Dunked into a glittery cup of tea <laughs> Yes Mind you, he's posh, he probably doesn't dunk He might have a dunking spoon Oh, that is, that is perverted um. <laughs> the podcast descends into anarchy um, it's week one and we've already hit this point. <laughs> yeah, Oti, like, did you did you like the bit in the Strictly the Professionals where Oti talks about her modus operandi for gauging the potential of new meat? No. <laughs> yes. I, I also loved how she gets excited when she has a competitive partner. <laughs> well, yeah, she's, she's so competitive. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not what she wanted. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, but also I just love how she goes around the room and asks all the pro- all the celebrities, "Are you scared of me?" <laughs> Not nearly scared enough. <laughs> oh, I just love her. I like I hope because obviously he wasn't in the launch show. We know zero about this bloke, so he's kind of at a slight disadvantage because yeah, but he's also I, I know nothing about advantage him because he's got Oti. True, and that is his blessing and also his punishment. Uh, so that is our Strictly 15 for this year it's going to be a fun old series and if I'm this hysterical uh, just for the launch show God knows what it'll be like by the time we get to Halloween it seems a very open season I mean it, it always looks huge when you look at the expanse of the series yeah when I look at, at my point. empty jokes spreadsheet and have to try and Right, jokes about James Cracknell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Oh, it's strictly 2019. It'll be fine. Um, so that was our brief canter through the runners and riders and the 17th series of Strictly. And wow. I guess... We'll see you when the dancing starts for real. Thank you for spending the evening talking strictly with me, Elliot. Anytime. And thank you, Emily. (laughs) Thank you, Ellie and Elliot. Ah.
Uh, this has been the Keep Dancing podcast. And all that remains is for you to keep dancing. <laughs>